I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You're listening to. I was scared too. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger. Chucky. The Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Give him hell, Kid Cinema. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the lads. Uno. Uno. Dos. dos tres. Catorce. Catorza. Hola. May the lads talk vertigo. It's everything I ever want in a pod because you give me something to listen to. Hello. Happy, happy, happy. This is the feeling we hope to evoke in this episode of our podcast. Our podcast called I Was Scared. I Was Scared Too. A horror movie podcast that has done an episode on Luigi's Mansion. I don't know why that is sticking in your craw. I just 18 months way. after it happened. <laughs> we did an episode on Norbit. That's much weirder to do under that banner That's than true. Luigi's Mansion. That's true. That's true. I, you know, yeah, I need to just let it go that. I'm I'm just so afraid of these online trolls coming for us, fact checkers, you know, and being like, you <laughs> you're right. A lot of stuff I need to just let go. It's a new year and Oh man. So recording oh. later at night doesn't get rid of the weird energy. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> a weird energy of a horror movie podcast. I'm yes. Mr. Movies. And I'm Kid Cinema together why we're kids cinema and mr movies or mr movies and kids cinema great also you can call me jzt and i'm also known as fesh and together we're fesh and jzt or jzt and fesh and we're not alone we're not alone we're joined by a dear old friend a dear old friend who is a very young hip person (laughs) his name is casey donahue oh yeah. yeah I'm sorry, just want to say, but yeah, old friend is not talking about age, but rather length of friendship. Yes, that's Correct. true. I am I'm not an old man who is friends with JZT and Fesh. <laughs> I am a friend of JZT and Fesh from uh, from old times. Yeah. Long ago. Hello. Yes. Hello, guys. Hello, Casey. Uh, for, just for our audience's frame of reference, this we're, we're talking Battleground 2014. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. right. <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> yes. I, uh, yeah, I think that's right. Where that's right. Yes. Famously, we spent the entire WWE pay per view trying to get on their tweet, tweet, uh, Twitter ticker at the bottom with the same tweet, which was, "This is no longer a wrestling ring. <laughs> this is now a battleground." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and you know, I think about that every time I watch wrestling. <laughs> yep. There are just certain things like that, and it's, you'll it's see, never a ring anymore. It's always nope. a battleground. And I, I'm sure you know if you look back at the SummerSlam hashtag from this past year, Riley Sullender somewhere in there has that exact tweet. But hashtag <laughs> SummerSlam, it's just it's I don't know. It, I we should have got on the ticker. It's a great tweet. Someone dropped the ball at WWE. <laughs> that is also. Remember Tout? Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> for the for the listeners who are for for Casey's fellow youngster friends who don't know what Tout was. Casey yes, I'm laughing because I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yes, 
Casey was but a wee middle schooler or something. Be like, Tout, what? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, it was just like a video platform. It was it was an ancestor to, to Vine. It was Vine, yes. but like 15 seconds instead of six. It, was, it might have existed at the same time. I, I don't know. but It's funny because at the time it just felt like this is too much time. What, 15 <laughs> seconds? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> because you also could not like edit. It's not like no. TikTok where you can like do creative. It was things. literally just recording 15 seconds of video. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't switch which camera on your phone you're using at the mid-record. It just like it had to be 15 seconds. I only knew about Tout because WWE just kept pushing well, it because they had in, they had invested in it that's why like they were oh, they partially well. owned it and so it was very much you know we got to push this every opportunity and it was just like every time i was like i think randy orton's gonna beat alberto del yeah, rio there was never an original <laughs> thought in any town <laughs> ever yeah wow what a thrill it was to see bret hart at raw 1000 tonight <laughs> <laughs> i have eight more seconds to fill <laughs> What a what about I, I completely forgot that happened. And Casey, as I were you, are were you and are you a wrestling fan or were you just looking to party with with some dudes? <laughs> what a question. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking to party with some dudes, and uh, you know, through the night, I became a wrestling fan. No, I've I've always been a wrestling fan. I fell cool. out of it for you know a few years, as I think all wrestling fans do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrestling uh, Rum Springer, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know uh, 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 the boy CM Punk uh, mm-hmm. dropped that pipe bomb, and it brought me back into the game. Oh wow! Oh and, yeah, man, uh, just when you think you have the answers, that too changes the culture. Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I've I've been a been a wrestling fan for a while. I think this past year I didn't watch too much of it. A lot was going on in 2020, sure. and oh, yeah. wrestling wasn't really on my agenda. <laughs> That's CM. Oh boy, it's it is it's funny how he is just in this weird like. Uh, I'm I'm cool. I'm relevant, and then he just does things like oh, that didn't work out. Anyhow, I saw, I saw his movie. Uh, oh, yes. oh, girl on the third floor. Girl on the third floor. Yeah. Uh, have you have you fellas seen that one? I have. I have yeah. not. Yeah, JZT. I, I yeah, wasn't a yeah. huge fan. No, no. <laughs> um, it's a very serviceable Netflix esque yeah thing. You know, it's serviceable. It gets yeah. the job done. Yeah. I mean, it's far. It's it's far from the worst uh, movie a professional wrestler has been the star of. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's that. Which I don't say this to be condescending, but I am just generally curious. Casey, have you seen Santa's Slay with Goldberg? I have not seen Santa's Slay. Do yourself a favor. It's six dollars <laughs> on eBay. On eBay? Yeah. Is it no longer on Peacock? Oh, it's also free on Peacock. I'm sorry, I forgot. But I could that. pay six dollars and could. get it from eBay. Yep, yep. <laughs> Again, because who knows how long it's going to actually be on Peacock? These streaming services. That's true. Man, yeah. I tell you, you gotta you gotta have the physical media for the for the movies you love the most. Like exactly. The Slay, dude. It's so fun. It's so fun. Guys, not to brag, but mm-hmm. I was hanging out with this girl, mm-hmm. and we were like, let's watch Back to the Future. And then we go to Netflix, and it's not there yep, anymore. That's how this works. And we went, no. Mostly yep. she goes, no. Mm-hmm. 
and she just this girl she just gets up and starts running around the house screaming oh man frantic but then i go wait a minute lady and i run downstairs <laughs> and she pauses like freezes uh-huh. fear she's just like is like i'm like is she a robot we'll deal with that later uh-huh. <laughs> i run downstairs i pick up the blu-ray yeah! copy of back to the future the trilogy that i yeah. have yeah and i run in and i go the day is saved the day she saved goes, yay <laughs> yay all right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great night. Classic night. Terrific night, yes. Five out of five. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I think we've said it before, pro physical media over here on this podcast where yeah. dudes talk about movies. Yes. <laughs> Would you, yeah. could, you, could you imagine that? <laughs> Wouldn't you believe it? The thing we collect, it's not. <laughs> Needles, it's not. Nope. Yeah. Swivels. Well, Needles is a character from Back to the Future, so in a way, you've got at least two of them. You over have there. collected Needles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you know what? Noodles is also a character in a movie I saw recently. Which movie? Once Upon a Time in America. Oh. A Sergio Leone um, <laughs> gangster movie, which is <laughs> it's there's some things about it that I'm like, oh boy, but it is <laughs> kind of cool. It's like old, like 1900s Lower East Side New York or Brooklyn. Jewish neighborhood gangsters. Yeah. yeah. These are Lower East Side or Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Like New Jersey or California or yeah. Yeah, you know, it's so hard. Who could remember? <laughs> they only it's, it's They're like Jewish or Italian or like uh I don't know, German or something. Yeah, you know, one of those cultures and way yeah. in one of those places where like people... Chinese maybe I Oh yeah. <laughs> It's either yeah, it's definitely either Chinese or Jewish or Italian. Yeah. Maybe German. Yeah. yeah. But you know. Sounds good though. You recommend yeah, it? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Do you recommend it? Yeah. yeah it's okay. good. Yeah, I need yes. And you get a lot of there's uh, a couple titties. Get, oh, okay. Oh. Uh, as yeah. In a movie. Yes. If you're looking for a movie with just a couple titties once upon a time. In All life. right. Now, Casey, are you a fan of physical media? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Behind me, I got, I got a bunch of Blu-rays I, and I, yeah. over there. On the other side, I got a bunch of vinyl records. I'm a white guy on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your, is your most um, prized physical media possession? <laughs> um... I think only because I let someone borrow it and I made a point of saying that they need to give it back yeah. is my Blu-ray copy of the movie Possession. If, uh, if wow, you guys it's know your it. prized possession. Wow. It cost like $65. Whoa. And I told a, an old coworker, you got to check out this movie. You'll love it. And uh, and she's like, yeah, sure. And And I knew she's like, not great at returning things Uh-oh. when 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 uh when i would lend it to uh to her so i was like listen this is the <laughs> most expensive movie i own <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I want you to watch it but you have to give it back i know yeah. i know movies always end up in other people's houses i know i have a copy of boogie nights i never bought but uh so i was like i had i had to make sure like this was really expensive and it went good she, she got it back to you she got it back she loved she the movie hey 
Ter- That's great. That what is a perfect it? ending? Yeah. What is yeah. possession? I don't know that. Uh, possession um, is a movie from the eighties. Uh, it's uh, by a Polish filmmaker whose his name is ex- escaping me right now. And I know if I tried to say it, I would say it wrong. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. But it stars Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Oh. And. Uh, it's great. There's there's a real famous scene where uh, uh, the 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 main actress. Man, I should remember <laughs> actors and actresses so, and filmmakers' names now that I am here on a movie <laughs> podcast. And so uh, it's directed movies. by directed by. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough uh, name. I'm gonna assume that's a, a version of Andre Zulowski. Zulowski. Yes. Yes. Uh, there, there's a famous scene uh, that uh, that got turned into a meme of uh, the. Uh, the uh, the main actress um, in a subway station, and she's like, you know, she's possessed. The movie's called Possession. Sure. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she uh, there's a scene where she's possessed, and she just flips out in the subway station, and it's it's insanely visceral and fantastic. And you guys should check it out. It's good. Wonderful. We'll I let you borrow the Blu-ray, but ooh, <laughs> real expensive. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the thing is you you pay sixty five for it, and then you know a year or whatever goes by, and it's now it's up to two twenty. Yeah, yeah. I don't invest in the stock market. I invest in physical media. Yeah. I expect every movie I buy to just double in value every year. <laughs> that's my with I I'm so s- stupid in this with vinyl where I'm like, well, you know, this is like colored vinyl, and this could be worth like. It's like thirty bucks now, but like God, this could be like a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always like, wait a minute. No, just listen to it. Just have fun. You're not making. Oh, that was one when I I moved over this summer, and one of this I was like trying really hard to like sell some vinyl, but not too much because I was like I like it, you know. And then a guy I spent like two weeks talking to a guy on the phone, only for him to go, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on your stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, Wait, how come that wasn't like the first thing you guys said to one another? What what I was looking to sell? No, uh, wait. You said you you were talking, talking to the for guy two weeks. Oh, two weeks. I thought I heard I heard two hours. I was like, wait, this is a phone call that went two hours and then no, ended with. To, to me, it's stranger that it took two weeks. <laughs> well, I just assume that means he changed his mind over the course of you know. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. you know, he was. It was like he had a store in Park Slope. And then he like, but he lived in Long Island. So he's like, I could, he's like, I could come just visit you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could just go to the store. He's like, okay, well, what time of day? And like gave me so many options. And yet somehow another, whatever I chose was not good for him. <laughs> you know, it's like, how about I'm completely open anytime you get, yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. And then I just finally was like, all right, I'll just, how about I, like in like two weeks later, he's like, wait, I have an idea. How about you text me a photo of what you're looking to sell? It's like great, and then he goes, "Great." Wait, stuff. how did you so, encounter this person? I believe I just—it's a store I went and sold stuff at like three years ago, uh-huh. and, and got so you like, just like emailed him and said generally that you're looking to sell stuff. Yeah, I called, gotcha. and then they gave me this guy's number. Gotcha. And then we just played phone tag for two weeks. <laughs> Rough stuff, dude. But anyway, we're not here to talk about. <laughs> Store owners that did me wrong. No, nope. we're here to talk what with Casey Donahue about movies. And Casey, you're a movies man. That's right. 
That's what they say. And I guess that's what I say. <laughs> when we were looking for a guest, he said, let's consult the Rolodex of movie men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think, I, uh, you know, Casey picked up on it. We, we got movie nicknames over here. He's, he's Mr. Movies and I'm Kid Cinema. We, we often time, but not always, endow our guests with a nickname. But I like the idea of, of Casey, your nickname being Movies Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life for someone to give me that exact nickname. <laughs> movies yeah, Man. Movies this- Man. This is all teeing off for the inevitable animated series this podcast has spun off into. <laughs> right. and, I, and I think Movies Man is the hero of the universe. Oh. oh. Maybe not, not in us? every episode. <laughs> not no, us? no, no, no. He's kind of like the... Uh, oh, the... you've got the legendary Movies hat that we all... Wow. I just put on my for. hat that says Movies to make it official. Did, now, that was like a Kickstarter thing? Am I right in that? Yeah, this was a Kickstarter by uh, Kentucker Aldley. Oddly, oddly. Mm. Mm. Once again, I'm really bad with names. <laughs> um, he's a he's a he's a he's a movie guy. He's like hey. an producer, I I believe. Does a lot of indie stuff. Cool. He made this Kickstarter to sell this hat that says movies, and uh, I was like, you know what? This is a business I can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> movies, man. We love him. Terrific. And now, yeah, I love him. <laughs> yeah, I love movies. Now, before we dig into this movie, which is, you'll you'll just have to keep listening to find out, listeners. <laughs> we dropped some hints. Yeah. Not just this episode, but previous episodes. But we're not gonna give it to we're you just yet. No, no, no. Just, an editor's wait. note, JZT, when you upload this episode, question mark, question mark, question mark with Casey Donahue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though we said in the last yep, episode, yeah, 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 yeah. But who would be our guest and what movie we cover? Yep, well, yep. but we because then because then they're like, wait, what if they decide in the exactly. moment? Exactly. What if it was a twist? Yeah. What if Casey it's goes all misdirection, dude? What if Casey yeah. goes, guys? I just played Luigi's Mansion three, and I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> you mentioned it. Do you mind if we and we just get carried away? Yeah. You never know with podcasts. They're... Yeah, you never know if that's what's going to happen right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Casey, we 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 spend most of this move this podcast uh, talking about horror movies. And what's your relationship with the spooky pictures? Uh, you know, I've I I love horror movies. Hey, um, yeah, I uh, I I I I'm reluctant of calling myself like a horror movie buff. Um, because uh, I feel like there's a ton of horror movies I haven't seen, and there's a ton of horror movies I don't like, and uh, but there's uh, a lot of horror movies that I love. Uh, some of my favorite movies are horror movies. Some, what are some of the horror movies you love? Um, well, uh, uh, The Thing is one yeah. of my all-time favorite movies. Very cool. uh, John Carpenter is one of my favorite mm-hmm. filmmakers to ever do it. Uh, and he's made he's made a, a whole bunch of scary movies. Oh yeah, Halloween, JZT. He, uh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. For he got the rights to to Halloween, <laughs> and and he made the movie. That's huge. When he when they hand you the rights to a holiday, you gotta yeah. deliver. That's, but they yeah. but they believe in you. You have to remind yourself that like they wouldn't give me this if they didn't trust me. That's right. And now, um, oh yeah. Oh no! I was just uh, 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 Hellraiser is, an, is another Ooh. one of my Ooh. favorites. That uh, I watch Hellraiser every Halloween. Uh, oh. You would think I would watch Halloween every Halloween, 
but Hellraiser is more fun to me. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Very cool. We hope to cover that franchise soon. I listeners. think could be sooner than you think. It is a strange franchise. It's oh a, yeah. It's, it, it it it's it's like way good and then it just drops off. <laughs> uh, I've also seen all of the Chucky movies like sure. A couple couple years ago I was like I'm going to watch all of these. Uh, that's what that exact phenomenon took over JZT and now we have this podcast. <laughs> yes. I I got the box set while at work. I'm like fuck it. It's let's get into Chucky, damn it. <laughs> Again, being a like uh uh you know suddenly having money and no children i was like i guess i'll get into blu-rays now <laughs> like of course bought the leprechaun box set and the chucky yeah. box set and then this mm. podcast basically started there yeah even though we haven't covered those movies on the podcast but that this that is directly what led to this correct yeah uh podcast well cool and then what now casey not to dig not to get too negative i guess but what are the what are what do you don't like about horror movies or what are um what are the ones you're not crazy about why I honestly haven't been, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, haven't been too crazy about a lot of contemporary horror movies. I think sure. in the past 15 years or so, like, uh, it, it's it, too, too reliant on like uh, jump scares and just mm -hmm. loud noises and it's mm -hmm. not scary. It's just like, ah, this is too loud and, <laughs> right. and. It's, uh, you know, but that uh, horror movies have historically been like, you know, make it for cheap, try and make a quick buck. And only like the filmmakers that are, you know, really good filmmakers know how to like, I can still make a cheap movie, make a right. quick buck and make it a good movie. Yeah, serve um, both masters there. Not, yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like a lot of, a lot of, any any horror movie that's PG thirteen, I'm like, is a waste of my time. <laughs> absolute waste of my time. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of a lot of horror movies that come out these days tend to be that. Um, although in the past couple of years, I think there there have been uh, there's there's been a leaning more towards R rated. Like we Definitely. can make money making R rated movies. Yeah, I feel like what you're describing is very much the aughts and. 2010s of this the mm -hmm. i've referred to as grayscale uh or or like the boy and yeah uh the exorcism of emily wrote like just just gray covers but the same kind of spooky font yeah there's like just, a creepy kid that's yep. that has black hair the prodigy the yeah yep yeah well today thank god we ain't talking the prodigy <laughs> We're talking. Wait, should, well, should we say it? T yeah, tell Soldier Boy. Tell him. Vertigo. Vertigo. 1958's Vertigo. Vertigo. Because it's Hitchcock month here, and I was scared too. And this is the creepiest movie we've ever covered <laughs> yet. Holy shit! If you Very haven't, scary. <laughs> if you haven't seen Vertigo yet, and you're listening to this podcast, pause it because just us talking about it, you're gonna flip out and oh, you're gonna jump be out so of buildings. <laughs> just the sheer terror of this movie is no. This is the movie they should have banned Hitchcock from Disneyland over. <laughs> um, yeah, once again, back with uh, James Stewart. Yes. Uh, 
in in the role of um, Scotty. Scotty Ferguson. Which... John to his friends, Scotty to his acquaintances. Yes. I don't I don't understand how that works. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even just the part where he's like, do your friends call you John or Jack? Jack, like, yeah. What? Jack is short for John. Weird, I guess. It? It's that's... short for Jonathan. It's either you're John or Jack from Jonathan. That's weird to me. Yeah. And I, and I, it took me a while John, to figure that out, yeah. too. Yeah. Because I thought... I just Do you remember Jack on Thirty from... Rock that the, that that one lady called Jack Jonathan? That's why. I see. That's where okay. I learned it from. Weird. It's weird, but yeah, I think the Scotty thing is kind of a, you know it's a joke, but it's still just like okay, great, got it, <laughs> cool. He's going with Scotty. One fun fact I learned about this mm. is this movie did not do well upon its release. Uh, mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock blamed James Stewart for being too old looking. And they never work together again. <laughs> really? Yes. That's you so old, funny. You are you old looking bitch. Who, with you. I, yeah, he. I feel like uh, Hitchcock would have loved working with uh, you know, like uh, what's the high school music? Zac Efron. I feel like Hitchcock <laughs> wants to work with like a Zac Efron type, right? But oh, at the yeah. time, nobody looked like that yet. So, yeah. <laughs> It's om- yes. I wish you could bring Alfred Hitchcock back to life just to work with Zac Efron. Yeah, the dream. <laughs> oh Imagine my. Vertigo with Zac Efron though; it'd be pretty good. Everyone, our favorite actor on this podcast, Zac Efron. I, w- I was as while I was watching Ver- rewatching Vertigo. I've, I've seen mm-hmm. it before. You know, I'm a movie guy, uh, <laughs> so of course I've seen Vertigo. Um. But but rewatching it, I was thinking a lot about like, man, if this if this premise was in a movie today, yeah. it'd be like so so weird. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I couldn't really picture who would be in it. And I think Zach Efron <laughs> in this movie, like in a present day version of this movie, I think would be really yeah. It just sucks we couldn't get Alfred Hitchcock to direct it. You can, you can bring back Grand Moff Tarkin with CGI. You can't bring back a, dictori- a directorial eye with CGI. Yeah, yeah. Not yet, at least. <laughs> not yet, not yet. AI I sh- programs. Uh, I was just going to say, I assure you someone in Silicon Valley is cracking, <laughs> cooking it up. Vert, vertig.o? <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be good. Could be. <laughs> Could Inevit- be good. <laughs> Inevitably, yeah. we're gonna get like AI made CGI movies, right? Like, oh, the yeah. computer programmed. Well, it- remember we stumbled upon that weird thing on, I think Amazon. We were just like googling Halloween stuff, and it was like this weird witch in a bikini, uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was clearly just like, yeah, this is. They just took an amalgamation of things people search on Amazon video and made... There are, like, YouTube videos on Amazon Prime. It's very weird. Unreal. Anyway. Anyway, Now, so, let's see. Yeah, we should talk a little about our experience with this movie, our history. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a movie to me that I watched, I believe I was, like, 17 or 18, like, a senior in college or high school, and I was like, oh, this is, like, acclaimed. I should watch it, and I just did not get it. I was like, just too young. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I this was my first time seeing it, guys. I watched it today for the first time. Ooh, um, wow. 
but I'd seen that that '70s show episode that was all Hitchcock themed, and so I got the reference now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's also again we've talked about it a lot with Hitchcock. You you take like one at least one thing from each of his movies, and it's like, yep, I've seen The Simpsons that did this, so I, I kind of understand. But I had no idea about like what it's actually about. Uh, which yeah, Casey, yeah, what a weird movie to be made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with it's, that, that, that. It, yeah, it's 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 super weird. Uh, which is uh what I like about it. Um, and and I'm always having a hard time like trying to place like an older movie. I, I try and think about what what were re- audiences like how did audiences yeah. react to movies back then because i feel like now when we watch a movie there's so much discourse there's so much so many tweets and everyone like loves to tear everything apart yeah and and explain why everything's so good and why everything's so bad and so when you watch like a movie that's like you know more than 50 years old it's like how how did people watch movies back then how, how did people watch this and you know it, it didn't do well so yeah. maybe some people saw it and they were just like no that was that was too weird <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it was that all they said i mean there was a time where that was fair criticism you could just be like nah that thing's too weird therefore i'm writing it off I don't think you're allowed to really have that. T- allowed is a strong word, but you know what I mean. Like that's not really on the criteria anymore. People seek out the weird these days. Yeah, huh? yeah. I was gonna say to you almost when you said if this was made today, my mind was like, well, it'd be like an Italian movie or like a, a right. French. It just does feel so foreign in so many ways. Where or as I'm always talking about, it would be a ten episode HBO Max series yeah. for some reason. Yeah. That is the thing. Like you see the version of this that is like needlessly stretched out. Yeah. Where like Oh, that would be odd. This story is so simple that to yeah. make it <laughs> yeah. like to turn it into 10 hours would be Well, you have to see cuz it has to be told out of order. You uh-huh. have to see it, each episode flashes back, you know, 5 yeah. years earlier. Oh, he And be we a follow cop each guy. character 5 years prior, you know. Yeah. You would really dig into his life as a cop before yeah. that. Right. First, and which I am very thankful this movie doesn't do because I was you know, just looking at the synopsis before I went in and was like, okay, let's see, and then it starts there, and that's it. That's the last you need to see about it. <laughs> yeah, is the guy fell, and that's that's what he's dealing with. And yeah, right. they tell they tell us he's a cop. You see it in the first scene, but he really doesn't do much detective work really in the movie. His detective work extent is he goes <laughs> to the front desk of a hotel and says, hey, can you tell me who lives in the other thing in that room? She's like, no. She's like, he's like, Here, here's my badge. Now can you? She's like, sure. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Simpler time. He yeah. To an art museum. Yeah. Well, he's also like, ah, you know, I got my old friend asked me to do this job. I don't know if I want to do this. Oh, she's hot? Okay, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, speaking of, you know, streaming service versions of this, I feel like give it to the Happy Madison guys and just let them do the comedic version of it. Not necessarily a parody, but just the influenced, same way, you know, the Ridiculous Six and how Hoobie Halloween is sort of Halloween-esque. Just like, yeah, it's not quite a remake, but we're doing Vertigo, but funny. Yeah. I think Sandler could pull it off. Yes, Sandler could pull anything off. I mean, yeah, it depends on what voice he's doing, I guess. Yeah, that really dictates <laughs> the tone. I, yeah. uh, if it was Opperman, who knows? 
Offerman in Offerman doing through doing the vertigo sequence though is pretty good. That's because <laughs> oh, him yeah. freaking out and saying, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I was also gonna say I would love like a a nineties Leslie Nielsen riff on Vertigo. <laughs> I mean, there is high anxiety, which is the the Mel Brooks mm-hmm. version oh, yes. of this. But that's again, I feel like Hitchcock at large, not focusing in on Vertigo specifically. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, but I I want to see like you know when later, the Leslie Nielsen is trying to you know remake the woman, <laughs> and he just puts two balloons in her dress. He's like, "You're beautiful now," <laughs> and she's like, "I don't." Pretty, it's a good gag. And she's like, uh, "That is a good Leslie Nielsen gag." <laughs> yeah. Oh Leslie, let me. I'd like to sing a song for you guys. Oh, Leslie Nielsen, you do it for me. You make me laugh. I like your movies. All right. What's your favorite Leslie Nielsen movie? Oof. Oh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, I've never seen. We got a cover. I've never seen that one either. I loved it as a kid. Hell yeah. I think like maybe against my parents' permission, my aunt took (laughs) me to see it. Hell yeah. And I was like this. So that's like a plus 50 buff right there, right? (laughs) Just by virtue of not, you know, being forbidden. Yeah. yeah. All right. And there's (laughs) a lot of boob jokes that went over my, I think I was like six, you know, (laughs) but I was like, yeah. Yeah, we'll cover it. Let's. I'll. I'll. I'll throw it on the dock somewhere. We got it. Yeah. I think the only thing I know of Dracula Dead and Loving It, I think, like from the trailer, he like gets up out of the coffin, right, and he bangs his head or something. I mean, yes. yeah. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> joke. I mean, yeah. There you go. If the whole movie is that, how can you do it? The, uh, yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, he gets. Uh, he goes to a pizzeria. Uh, they put garlic on the pizza. He starts freaking out. What yeah. else? Can he we like as a bat is like trying to fly into the girl's room, and then she like puts the window down. Oh, goes, that's Whoa. right. Because this is like the end of yeah. No, not end. That's still the generation where just sex stuff equals comedy, right? It doesn't yes. have to be like there isn't a comedic take beyond he wants to see uh, a woman, <laughs> which you know. Well, I guess it's all how it's directed because that's most of this movie too. It's just not played for laughs. So yes. So this, yeah, I mean, I get, yeah, this, yeah, this movie, pretty weird. <laughs> it's a lot of him following a woman. It's a lot. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I must out myself. I, I mm. fell asleep briefly at the beginning, mm. laying on the ground napping, and then woke up. And was like, is this the dream still? Or well, I, I, I clocked it. Because I was fascinated by uh, the fact that there was there was no dialogue for twelve straight minutes. Well, okay, I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna guess fifteen. Okay, wow. Like I was watching it, and I was like, when was the last time someone said something? <laughs> and I like went back, and I'm like, all right, they stopped talking here, and and then wow. they start talking here, and it was it was it's like like 11 minutes and 50 something seconds hey talk about the master of suspense huh when's the next word gonna be (laughs) and what is the next word gonna be right it's it's not scary just to show uh, a bomb exploding you have to see it under the table Mm -hmm. and then when they don't know it's there and that's the same with dialogue (laughs) we have to know dialogue is coming but we don't need to hear it yeah um yeah if you really break this plot summary down (laughs) 
It is about five sentences, no? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the plot isn't great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 I know that uh, uh, I've I've I've, uh, I've I've heard other filmmakers more famous than me. Mm. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I think David Fincher. <laughs> I also saw talking about this movie. <laughs> um, there, there, there. Uh, the plot isn't the isn't the thing about the movie that mm. no, because it it's is like a murder. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's like a murdery. It, it almost it the takes plot falls away. apart to me. Like it doesn't make yes. any sense. Okay, we've all been dancing around. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we're all on the same page. Great. It doesn't make any sense. None of it holds up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he paid her to pretend to be her. And he thinks he's her grandmother's ghost. Yes. <laughs> but she like I, was pretending to do that because this other rich guy paid her. It, for, right. He like he's like, well, I'm gonna kill my wife and then I'm gonna throw her body off this roof. Right. Yeah. It's all a cover up. It's all just for an excuse, like or an alibi, or you know, uh, Scotty's going to. Like say like oh yeah I saw she jumped off she thought she thought she was possessed by her grandmother's ghost and she threw herself threw herself off of the uh, yeah the bell tower and and it's, it's the just... perfect crime according to <laughs> what was his name Ernie yeah uh Gavin Gavin yeah uh, it's interesting yeah. to see the plan only the after effects of the plan not a person devised the plan <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which and then the, and then they go they go to court and the judge is like yeah this is a suicide and the case is closed and Gavin see you later and and we never see him again in the movie yeah he takes all of his rage of being duped out on the girl yep yeah well that's what was interesting so again we we joke about how the, you know this is the scariest movie we covered again it's it this is in a quilt we're putting together of of the the of of Hitchcock, which is you know a building block to the grander scheme of horror cinema and stuff or, or thriller. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would categorize this necessarily as horror movie, but there's definitely a point where watching in 2021, where I'm like, oh, you know, it's not the default to assume that we have to be on James Stewart's side on any of this. So putting myself in the shoes of this woman towards the end here, it's like, yeah, this is very much a horror movie where he's the monster. Oh yeah, yeah. every every time I've I've watched this movie, yeah. it's, but the it, uh, that's my like one of the best parts about it to me is right. I don't I don't know how intentional it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. But but in in our current times, yes. it's horrifying watching. <laughs> it's like. Like, like he's like grabbing her by the back of her head and like has her yes. cornered, and he's like, "You thought you, you, oh, you thought you had the perfect plan, huh?" And, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, "Holy shit, this guy lost his mind." Yeah, for like he, for the, anyone who hasn't seen it, it's like he, he, he recognizes her enough, and then he basically forces this woman to go right. To beach. So if there weren't all these secret machinations behind this, right? If there was no reveal and no twist. The what we're supposed to understand is happening liminally. Yeah, is that this guy falls in love with this girl because she looks like this other girl and is now forcing her to become this girl, which in itself is a premise for a horror movie. Yeah, yes. like she, she she looks like 
his old college friend's wife, who he was hired. He was hired by his old college friend under the guise that he he was so concerned about his wife mm-hmm. that he's like, I need you to watch over her. I need you to see what's going on. And he's like, I'm gonna fall in love with your wife, <laughs> <laughs> who you paid you paid me to watch over because I believe you care about her. Yeah. And even to that point, like uh, they get to the point where, you know, uh, it's it, it, you, uh, he throws his wife off the roof. Jimmy Stewart doesn't know that he's still like, yeah, oh, it's right. my friend's wife who I fell in love with, and now I met this woman, who is the same person, with different <laughs> color hair, yep. and that's a and hairstyling as well. Different hairstyling. True, too. her hair was down, yeah. and you're almost wondering, like, well, is that part of the thing where he's like, my friend is is dumb, he falls in love easily, and he's like <laughs> a little insane. Like, clearly, he'll fall in love with her. Well, one thing that's important well, that we haven't nailed down yet, guys, is the guy has vertigo. You gotta cut oh, off some yeah. slack. That's the first thing. The first thing, <laughs> the movie starts out. Uh, the movie does what I love what movies like I'm always like it's a good movie if the movie starts like in the middle of action if there's sure. someone's doing something I'm like okay yes whoever made this movie knows what they're doing then I, mm-hmm. I look and I see oh Alfred Hitchcock made this movie <laughs> he probably knows what he's doing uh, and then they they set up. Are the you talking about thing. him balancing the cane on his hand? Because that's the first thing we see is he does that thing <laughs> that teenage boys do with brooms, right? Where he just—that's <laughs> the first action of the movie. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, and they set up like, oh, he he got vertigo by by chasing a guy, and then he watched a cop <laughs> die. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it's like. It's sort of involved in the plot, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I I assume it is, but I'm really trying well, to think. Well, that, that was part of Gavin's plan, right? because it's all. On oh, my friend has vertigo now, and he. I know he'll fall in love with my wife, <laughs> and and he'll he, and she'll go up, and she'll throw herself self off the tall building. But my friend is too scared to yes. go up there. It's the perfect plan. So that feels like um, in writing it, there was a plot hole, and in order to get out of it, we decided there was vertigo. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> yeah. that became the title of the movie. <laughs> it's also, oh, also yeah. one thing about this movie that uh, keep cu- com- keeps coming up over and over again is that Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Do you think that the Eurotrip guys are big Vertigo heads? Uh, yeah, I think because um, uh, I saw Vertigo before I saw Eurotrip. Um, so when I saw Eurotrip in the theater, I, would, I'd learned, I leaned over to my friends and I'm like, this is actually a reference to Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> And uh, uh, this like this action movie, your trip, it's actually pretty deep. Like there, like there's a lot of there's a lot of references like that if you if you know what to look for. Yeah, it's yeah if you if you are into cinema and <laughs> if you've seen movies before, you might pick up on <laughs> the motifs of your on trip. the motifs that Scotty doesn't know is actually a play. It's on a riff on Vertigo. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, so then he. It's also fun. There's just like. He like the the court trial happens, and then he loses his goddamn mind and gets institutionalized. <laughs> and his old friend, who very casually, he's just like, "We were engaged, weren't we?" 
<laughs> yeah, Midge. Oh, yeah. Midge, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, how's it going? He's like, oh, oh. and then she goes, doctor, when is he going to be normal? Could be six months, could be a year. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and like very much, again, it kind of also feels like another plot point scene of like, well, we need time for her to like go back to her life, not as like a pretending to be this wife or, you know, or who knows. I, I, yeah. And I, I guess that does kind of help set up like how, how he loses his mind and how it doesn't make sense. He's like, he doesn't notice that it's the same exact person, even though there are scenes where, all right. So I feel uh, uh, I'm like, we're jumping all over the place uh how 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 linear should we like i think jumping around's fine we're a cool podcast (laughs) yeah this is a hangout pod you know they they uh after after he loses his mind and and has that great dream sequence (laughs) that dream sequence rules so hard yeah it's so good it's the thing that everyone remembers about the movie but it's like it's so fucking for a good reason Yeah, yeah yeah um all of that uh, is, I think, maybe is to set up like, oh yeah, he doesn't know, like uh, that it's the same person. Um, but then, but then, just like looking at the necklace is what you know, like turns him. I'm like, oh, the necklace—that's what did it. But <laughs> yeah, but um, well, there the now, there was something that happened. Just a quick cue. Just in it's going off of the how people watch movies and putting ourselves in that time if we can. Does, does at this point Hitchcock have a, a, the reputation to be like I know when people uh, like ten years ago were going to an M Night Shyamalan movie you have there's so much you take into that movie with, mm-hmm. um, or not so much the twist thing but um, it feels like the, they're leaving breadcrumbs for like <clears throat> a ghost twist or something like you're supposed to be looking for more yeah therefore you're falling into the plans trap as well uh and i think through my fresh eyes you know it's still uh (laughs) i still live in the digital age it's still like again media has covered this a whole lot and i'm removed enough from it to know that like yeah ghosts aren't really hitchcock's thing so I just kind of wrote that off immediately, and I, but then I'm aware enough to be like, well, should I still be considering that so I can enjoy how it's intended to I th- be viewed? I think that's that's honestly uh, something that has changed <clears throat> over time with how we both watch and make movies because mm. it, it gets to the point, uh, uh, yeah, so this, uh, with the whole like uh, dream sequence thing. And then when he when he finally sees Kim Novak again, and and he follows her to her apartment, and he like insists on going inside. It's real weird and and like aggressive, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, she lets him in. And and you, you know they're still the movie is still playing it as this is a different person, even though you the viewer know it's the same. Yeah, actress. that's and another great example where I'm like, like, am I supposed to know that or not? Yeah, is yeah. it supposed to be a ghost? I'm also blanking on if they showed I guess they didn't because because what they do is after he meets with her and they're like let's go get dinner let's go to Ernie Ernie's is the restaurant not the guy that's <laughs> the, they go to Ernie's their favorite restaurant um you got a thing for Ernie's don't you <laughs> but but when he when he like accosts her at her in her own home and then it's like <laughs> I'm gonna take you out to dinner and leaves 
they immediately show like Hitchcock cuts to what really happened and there's still like 45 minutes left of the movie yeah and 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 I get his whole thing is like show the bomb under the table before it Mm. goes off but this is like it was it, it to me. It's like such a good mystery up until that point, then right? Because because that is kind of like showing the bomb under the table, and then the bomb goes off, but there's nobody around. Yeah. So, <laughs> huh. and and okay. it kind of uh, like gets un- a little unclear when after that you know like okay, it is the same person. We know it's the mm-hmm. same actress, but now we know for sure mm-hmm. it was the same person, and she knows that. Uh, even though she was playing like I don't know what you're talking about, right? Um, and and they, they they go and they they have this shopping spree, which is real weird. And <laughs> but also like if that was in a movie today, I would think, and and like Vertigo didn't exist, I'd be like, man, this is so weird. I love it. <laughs> yeah, fucking weird as hell. <laughs> this guy's just like taking this girl to the store, and he's like, no, you're gonna wear this. And you're so gonna dye funny. your hair like this, and, and she's the- like. The if you'll there, me, okay. And, and the woman there is like, oh, I know what dress you're talking about. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Is It, it is so weird because you're like, it, it, it very much like, uh, yeah, viewing it in a 2020 lens, you're like, so it's just totally normal. It's like, well, you look just enough like the girl I really like, so I'll, I'm going to change you. Or is it like part of his plan? Like, I know that's- I'm being... That's the thing. That's like the he, thing. It, he it doesn't think he's kind of reads on. as like he knows it's the same person, and you're watching it, and it's like, like is is this scene where he's like, where she's like, oh, he's putting me in the same clothes as I was before. Does he know? And he's like, yeah. It's so it's almost mouse, played like uh, he does know, but then it, yeah. But with the necklace reveal at the very end, before before they when he finally gets to look like her. And, and it's that that wonderful scene where she comes out of the bathroom and the, and the light from outside. It's, mm. it's green. It's this is a gorgeous looking movie. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's so good looking. Uh, but it's uh, when they get to the necklace thing. That's like when he realizes it's the same person, and it takes away from the cat and mouse stuff that you right. think was going on. Right. Um, tr- here's a random errant trivia for you. That clock tower was taken down before filming, so it's a matte painting. JCT, did you find that in your Googling today, too? I did find that. <laughs> and, and I think also the- It looked that, like a matte painting. Yeah. yeah. I think- believe but, like, I, but in like the in the charming way. Right. It's like, like, oh, yeah. old Hollywood matte paintings. Yeah, that's- a, I think his apartment, too, like the window, it looks like a painting, kind of, like through the mm. windows, it, it looks- well, we and, talked and about love- it in our rear window episode where it's like, yeah, like uh, maybe it is some ingrained nostalgia or something, but it's like, I'd rather it looked like this. Uh, it does not, it's not any more convincing than anything else, but if we're going to have to create, then this is, I'd rather it be this than CGI goop and obvious blue screens and all that. Like, Yeah, the, yeah. C- it, the CGI as the entire movie this that just kind of really creeped in within the last five years i feel like it's yeah mm-hmm. which and then I, I almost was like we like physical media and we hate <laughs> cgi 
Well, and yeah, yeah my- more paintings and movies, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's sim- it's so Set simple, and- but like my old roommate, who is like a, a graphics guy for a TV show, is like, yeah, there's no union for graphics people. Like that's why it's happening more and more. It's like you can just overwork graphics guy. It's yeah. cheaper, you know. I mean, oh. that's what that uh, what, what was a sausage party and Adam's family. We're all just like non-union gigs for all of the animators and yeah it's it's like, like made in a company yeah 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 oh movies movies <laughs> what a great business yeah i mean but i think we can all agree the sausage party would have been better if it was just each frame was a different painting right <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and wouldn't it be great if American or not not just American if we took it on ourselves so frame by frame paint up a, a frame from sausage party listeners let's start <laughs> well, let's all I'll start a I'll start a spreadsheet and you we all will assign frames to each person and we'll get this done in no time crowdsourced <laughs> hand painted sausage party I mean you know, in, in 2021 20, uh that <laughs> sounds right to me <laughs> oh man. there is yeah we're just descending I mean we're descending into madness, and yeah, 2023, it'll come out, and it's just, <laughs> look at us, and look at us, daddy. <laughs> we, this is, we make movies now. Now, did we use the original, like, audio track, or did we re-record and recast? Does everybody say one word? Or you re-record and recast, do it all over Zoom with, you know, uh, uh, Josh Gad's got to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Josh Gad, is Josh, Josh Gad not in Sausage Party? Ooh. <laughs> that doesn't feel too far off that he was already in the first one. He could, he might have been. I I, I saw class. Sausage Party. I had a movie pass. You oh, know. Sure. Uh, I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get the cast of Sausage Party going, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm pulling up full cast. Do you want to Don Pardo it, or do you want to? What are we? What are we doing? Oh my gosh! Iris Apatow plays Barry C- Coconut Milk. Uh huh. Yeah, Michael's the first name that comes up is Second. Iris Apatow. First is Alistair Abel, some man who plays the Gefelta fish. Great. I'm sure he has a good. I, I'm. Yep. I'm sure he he does it with a, a very normal <laughs> mid Atlantic accent. And the. <laughs> so we got Bill Hader playing Tequila. We got Jonah Hill as Carl. Uh, Nick Kroll as Douche. I believe, you know, Honey Mustard yeah. played by Danny McBride. Do, 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 do. Edward Norton plays Sammy. <laughs> do, no do, Josh Gad? No Josh Gad. Ah. You know, you, uh, uh, maybe maybe they became friends with Josh Gad after that. I don't know. Uh, but that, the, the, those movies are all like <laughs> uh, just just a bunch of friends making movies. If you're not our friend, you don't get to make the movie. <laughs> But but Josh Gad for me is one of those guys that's hard to nail down uh, who his friends are because he's in the Sandler verse, which extends out to some Apatow stuff and yeah. Vince Vaughn-y things that also flirt with that and Farrell and you know it's 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 tough to nail. He down. he is just like you know at his core he's like the funniest of the theater kids like yes. that's his yeah realm. yes and he he was like Book of Mormon right he he was like the yeah. first. Yeah. Even before that, he's in like an episode of Party Down, I remember. Sure. And like, but like kind of in a serious, not serious role, but like 
not a funny character. It's like a straight man. Yeah, I think he plays like a young Republican character, and he's just like, and, he popped up and stuff like that. And he was on The Daily Show. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, I think I feel like he was a Book of Mormon. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which is, that just doesn't, that feels Mandela effecty to me. <laughs> he had a oh, TV yeah. show with Billy Crystal. The comedian. The comedian. <laughs> also 1600 Pen. Wow. Where he's like the party son of the president. Okay, well, guys, all right. I know we talked about Efron, but would Gad work for Verdig, Verdig, two point, or Verdig point oh. Hey, I think, you know what? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> he's Gavin. He's like the rich guy. Oh. Which I also feel like, again, speaking to his theater kidness, he'd be like, give me old age makeup and a gray wig. Dye my hair ring. I'd really love to delve into the mind of a 50-year-old man. And he's just like, Hello, he's 40, like 40-something. Yeah, I think this character should be 10 years older than I am. <laughs> okay, Josh. Powder in my hair. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'll do the makeup myself. I learned this at Summerstock. All right, Josh. Now, have we heard any stories of him actually being a nightmare, or is he just annoying? I think he's just annoying. Just, okay, well, at least there's that. Yeah, he's not like a, a pest as far as I know. Okay. I don't I know. know. Yeah, I've never. Casey's more in, in the Hollywood business. Yeah, look, I'm, I live in Hollywood. <laughs> Whoa. That's right. Uh, I've met celebrities. Ooh, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, never met Josh Gad. Never heard anything about him. Okay. Wait. I, I assume you. What's up, Josh? Oh, no, yeah, go for it. You, no, you... no, 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 you're good. I just, without forcing you to like. I don't know. Do you have any funny celebrity stories, Casey? And you don't have to <laughs> say which celebrity just, it just is. Just pick one out of the air <laughs> and tell us a funny celebrity story. Um, funny ones. <laughs> but actually, I prefer don't tell us who it is and see if we can guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, but, you know, before the uh, the pandemic, I was a, was a producer at Vanity Fair, so I, I shot a lot of YouTube videos with with a lot of celebrities. Uh, Very cool. Um, so I'm trying to remember anything notable from any of them. <laughs> I have a guess. <laughs> Viola Davis. It was a real um ball. No, no, I'm just guessing that that's one of the celebrities. <laughs> No, that's not one of the celebrities. Ah. Jason, do you have a guess, or do you need more yes, info? Yes, I'm going to have a guess. One of the <laughs> yeah. celebrities okay, yeah, Casey they... worked with was yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, I've, I haven't Ooh. worked with him either. Hmm. Think of like of anyone who was in a movie in the past like two years. and Two years, Oh wait, say. I'm going to guess Leo Jason... DiCaprio. Mm. I did. I did make a video with Leonardo DiCaprio. Very cool. My guess was going to be Jason Momoa. <laughs> Good guess, but no. Uh, mm. You know, we had we and our video team. We had like the people who were like good for the comic book movies, and then mm. people who were different good department. For, Got it. Yeah. So they're like, okay, the Quentin Tarantino movie. A video Casey can do it, and then the Avengers video, this other person can do it. Gotcha. Um, as far as a funny story from a celebrity, uh, <laughs> there's no pressure if you do, it's okay. You know, uh, I shot a video with a celebrity 
and they drew a picture for the video and I kept the picture and I put it in a frame. And uh, I'll tell you, both of you guys know this celebrity and I think both of you are going to be really impressed if you can guess which celebrity it was. Ooh, are we allowed to Ooh. guess on? Sure, yeah. Ooh. I'll tell you who did it. Okay. I'll I'm... tell you. Who is it, Casey? I, I'm really <laughs> guessing. Yeah. I, I, uh, I uh, I'll, I'll tell you. All right. I'll, I'll give you one hint. Okay. Yes, that's good. Uh, a professional wrestler. <gasps> oh, wow. Interesting. My guess is John Cena. It, it, are you, you're nodding. Is that you just processing? Well, I want to see if, if you have a guess. Right. Oh, geez. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. Good guess, too. Two good guesses. It was John Cena. Ah, great. Way oh, to go, right. JZT. Wow. He drew, he drew a picture for a video of himself. I, I asked him to draw his favorite Transformer, and he drew a picture of himself transforming into a toilet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good enough for me. And I Is kept it a, put it in a frame. <laughs> and like the drawing itself communicates that? Like he's a good competent enough of a, a drawing? It's like a it's like a stick figure. Okay. Uh with an arrow pointing to a toilet. But you can tell it's <laughs> definitely a toilet. He did the toilet yes. really well. Okay. But he drew it and and the whole thing was he, I asked him to draw his favorite transformer because he was in Bumblebee. Bumblebee. That's what we're talking about. And um and he had to draw, and then I had to guess what it was, and then he held it up, and I was like, I have no idea which Transformer this is. <laughs> He's like, it's me. I'm transforming into a toilet. <laughs> he, he see, it's so, he's so fascinating. There's so many weird sides of him. Like He is like a goofball, but then he's yeah, like... low-key weird, yeah. Yeah, low-key oh, weird. We, we talked about uh, AI. Uh, this this uh, a video had a lot to do with like robots, and we talked about AI, and and like, and he confessed I put, or I put an AI robot in front of him, and he like flipped out. He was like, he's like, this is, this is this is actually very dangerous. <laughs> I was gonna say like John Cena sees that and goes, this is this is gonna take away my job. This is this is doing all the things that I do. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Uh, John Cena was not into the AI. Interesting. <laughs> I watched. He was on Jimmy Fallon a while ago, and my mom taped it, and I watched it. And he talks a lot positively about the band BTS. He's like, their their songs are about self love, and I <laughs> and respecting yourself, and I. I really admire that. <laughs> like, I don't know that John Cena is the kind of person who's going to present a hot take on a popular item. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly something that is genuinely positive yeah, and yeah. liked. I don't think Cena's going to come out and go, those guys suck. Yeah. But it's also like whatever it is, his his take will be, they have good morals. Right. I love what they stand for. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> but then there's also that part of him that's like, you just want to be like a fun party, Boston drunk dad kind of, and like, He's just waiting for the day. It's like, I'm not famous. There's nothing riding on me. I can just party. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like uh, leaving the reserves. It's like, all right, I don't have to check back in anymore. So I yes, yeah. to... <laughs> he is like that army guy. It's like, I'm not getting drug tested anymore. Great. I love <laughs> shrooms now. <laughs> I will follow the band Fish on tour and hell yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so getting back to Vertigo. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to come up with any singular <laughs> yeah. way to do that off of our topic. and uh, Thinking of, was. Uh, I was, uh, fuck, I was trying to, speaking of things you can't see, uh, oh. your eyesight goes bad when you have Vertigo. Vertigo, yes. But, yeah. It is, it's like a wild movie where it, it, it is just, a, it feels very much like a funny thing of like, very much like, yeah, the culture around it changing where, you know, this came in like the village voice all time, you know, the 10 year sight and sound is like number one semi recently, mm -hmm. but then it does feel, I, I just feel like the culture will change around this movie. And I don't know if that's being, being, Maybe, I mean, but I don't know. It, and I'm not trying to discredit this movie by any means, but it is just a phenomenon that exists out there. There, it's like there are certain immovable artifacts where it's like I, we just can't replace that as a number one or as a as, as a Mount Rushmore canon thing. Like it's just almost a psychological thing where it's like, oh, it's impossible for me to ever criticize something new mm -hmm. without it being under the shadow of all of the stuff we've seen before. Yeah. Well, and already canonized. Because I do feel like, too, it's like interesting that like Citizen Kane was the number one for a long time. Then right. Vertigo replaced it at one point. But weirdly, like Citizen Kane feels more relevant now. I mean, yeah. You, well, Mank, you know. Mank. Mank. Yeah. Mank. Which yeah, I watched. I liked it. I liked a lot of it. I liked all the stuff when they weren't writing Citizen Kane. I kind of zoned <laughs> out every time they cut back to him, like trying to write. Yeah. He's like, oh, it, well, it's time for me to write the famous movie Citizen Kane. Well, yeah, I, 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 I'll confess I haven't seen Mank yet, but it sounds a lot like that part in um, Straight Out of Compton where uh, Ice Cube's lady friend comes over and says, are you finished writing Friday yet? <laughs> that was my favorite part of Straight Out of Compton. <laughs> it's the only part I remember, I'll be honest. Uh, I think about I it I laughed very out loud often. in the theater. Yep. So funny. <laughs> my favorite, really funny. <laughs> my favorite part about Straight Out of Compton was like the, the members, the band doing something criminal or bad and then writing a dialogue like i'm gonna pay for this later like trashing a, a room and be like take the money to fix this out of my paycheck it's like like retroactive you're like we're good it's guys. very yeah 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 like, it's very walk it's like this is several years after walk hard but it hits all of the beats <laughs> of walk hard but not funny <laughs> yeah um but yeah I, I i understand what you're saying in terms of like trading space places there but it's still the movies we're talking about are citizen kane and vertigo it's not like we're bringing in right you know something from 2005 <laughs> but you know it's which, always gonna which, be you know i i it's that's look i love older movies yeah uh, I've, I've talked about this with a few people and, and anytime i talk about it everyone seems to think i'm wrong um, mm. but it's uh Ver like like I mentioned before, Vertigo was made was made today, and it didn't exist before. Yeah. Uh, it, it would be like expected to have a better plot. Like like we right. expect movies exactly. to be structured and make sense, and and to think that we haven't made better movies in the last hundred years is right. like crazy to me. <laughs> It's I'm with crazy. You, I've seen so many movies in <laughs> recent history that I think yeah. are like some of the greatest movies I've ever seen. That's like you remind me that in this Chuck Klosterman book, Eating the Dinosaur, there's a part where he talks about like George, like the Beatles and George Washington and the concept of the greatest. Mm. It's like the reason why we keep holding up is like 
George Washington was the greatest president. It's like, well, that he kind of defined what greatness right. as a thing was. Like the Beatles mm-hmm. defined what a great rock band is. And even if there are bands that are better, it's like, well, but like that, like that's when it was like, oh, I guess these things could be great now. So we'll always hold it to that standard. Yeah. And if you look at that and go, well, this, there's this in whatever way you criticize or or judge something it's like this has well, been done better or whatever we've talked about this on the podcast with the Blair Witch episode where it's like I don't love that movie as a movie but I can't it's undeniable as something like they, uh, it changed whatever and it's needs to be in whatever history books are about this subject matter mm-hmm. but to stay every even if we're counting down like the best found footage movies of all time it needs to be referenced but I don't know that it needs to just, live in the number the, one spot even like the fact that it the Blair Witch in particular like was a movie that so many people thought was real, real and yeah. and that is that is an achievement to yeah, make a movie that people but are it, like but it almost this feels really like... happened and then people are watching it like did this really happen I don't know <laughs> I mean that's that credit to the to the Blair Witch absolutely project. but that's what I'm saying it needs its own like unique award for that yeah but to say top 100 horror movies i'm not gonna include it in my top 100 even sure like uh and i'm not i'm not railing against like a popular opinion that people are putting that as number one by any means (laughs) but like i'm just saying that notion of because that is a contemporary thing that still changed and created a genre you know it it, it deserves a certain place yeah because it was 1999 it will never have the same esteem because 1999 is famously you know a great year for film but they're still not, again, canonized the same way that Casablanca is. Or yeah, we uh, we we hold old Hollywood up to like this standard of like these movies are great and they're and and we've never been able to make them greater. And I'm like, yeah, we <laughs> yeah. have. We we've and I, been able I, I to do, do it like hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's there, I, there is for sure a like yeah these were first this like Vertigo. Without Vertigo, without without Hitchcock, mm-hmm. like all of my favorite filmmakers wouldn't have made right. the movies that I love. Like there would be no Coen Brothers without Alfred Hitchcock, and and Definitely, yeah. and like even the movies that that I'm trying to make, and and like the shorts that I've made, like it's it's Hitchcock is the guy who 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 has influenced everybody, and I could watch Vertigo and be like, if this was made today. It would be nice <laughs> because the writing's like right poor. Yeah. Well, I think once again we're all on the same damn page about this. <laughs> we are, yeah. Let's check in with the page master. Page master, what page are we all on? You're all on the same page. Oh shit, page master's here. <laughs> Hello everyone. Hey. I am the page master. <laughs> he up? knows he knows if everyone is on the same page or not. <laughs> yes. That's uh, my duty as the page master. <laughs> do you guys? I it took a while. Well, page master, do you got anything to plug or? Well, I was gonna say yes. It took me a while to get here. I, you know, you can cut me off whenever. But uh, yeah, I was wondering if I was gonna ask if you guys wanted to ask about any other person. No, I'm seeing page. that you just started an OnlyFans. Is that any truth to That's that? Or right. it's been the pandemic has been hard on me uh, as. I, my, as you assume, you can imagine, people are not flying me out to check in on who's on the same. Whether page. or not they're well, on the same I, page. Yeah, I feel like because it's mostly a lot, a lot of us are on the same page these days. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's like 
like three pages total going on right now that There's people three be pages. On? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Used to be a lot more pages, and you had to try and get everyone to be on the same one. But now it's right like now it's... You're either on this page or you're on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm on OnlyFans. I post <laughs> twice weekly, uh, for free with oh, oh, description. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a I have a free page too, where you can get a taste of what I post. Yeah. Uh, no nudes on the free page, but um, and then I have a premium, you know, page. And, and there are nudes on that. There's nudes on that. I, okay, I, I'm, you can you can message me. You can text daily. You know, ten dollars. You can text all day. And just anybody oh, nice. listening, yeah, put yeah, put a tip down. That's gonna help him get back. Yes, to you faster. tips go to the top of the message, so I'm I'm gonna see it faster if you tip. And I we can talk about pages. We can talk about whatever you want, baby. Uh, please thank you. I'm, I'm I'm in the top five percent. Oh Damn. shit! It's That's going crazy. well. It's going well, well. Everyone knows the page master. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of famous. Yes, yeah, I'm the page master. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, you know, treating the space with respect and not yeah. taking it away from. And thanks, anybody. thanks for stopping by and assuring <laughs> the three of us that we are in fact. Up <laughs> oh, yes. of course, of course. And b- actually, before you go, thoughts on the 1958 film Vertigo? <sighs> Pretty good. Okay, cool. Thanks, Page Master. Thank Thanks. You, I think he's on the same page as us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not bad. Yeah. Wow. There you go. All have right. It. Well, do we have any other uh, key things we got to hit? Anybody? Um, I, I, I think uh, just just to talk about the movie, mm-hmm. if I can. Yes. We'll allow. Um, you know, I, I, I've been giving it a lot of flack for the plot mm. um, it, and the uh, and it's it's silly and it, it starts off it's super intriguing like the the mm. first half hour of the movie i was like i'm so drawn into it because because it's like you have the scene where where gavin is, is telling scotty all about how he would follow his wife and he's like i followed her and she went here she went there and then he's like you see scotty kind of like get, getting intrigued by it and then he's like, "Come to Ernie's and see my see my wife, see her for yourself." And that's like, that's that leads into the twelve minutes of no dialogue. Uh-huh. But, but the scene for for the movie to work, you need to think Scotty has lost his fucking mind, and he has seen the most beautiful woman he's ever seen in his life for him to lose his mind over, and and they and Hitchcock. You know, uh, I, I've heard him talk about how he didn't like the plot, didn't like the script. Um, so, so to his credit, for for you know, it is Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> it's he's he is a master filmmaker, and and he knew to make it work, he needed to show how do, how do you show this guy seeing this woman and believing it is the most beautiful woman he's ever seen, and the scene in Ernie's where you see him at the bar. And, 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 and it pans across and the whole room is red. It's got this beautiful red wallpaper oh, yeah. everywhere. And they, they, they are, they're panning across the restaurant and then it stops. And uh, like, like in, the, in the background, you see just her back and you see her in the green dress. And it's like this green dress popping against this, this red background. And the camera pushes in and then she turns around and gets up and they walk by Scotty and they, and they pan across everything and, and you get on his gaze of, of her. And it like, to me, totally fucking sold me. Like this is guy, this is a guy looking at 
a woman who he's like, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to lose my mind. And then <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to throw her off of the belt. <laughs> the ending, the ending's a little, so the nun comes up, <laughs> she gets startled and then she off camera uh-huh. <laughs> ends up jumping to her death. Like, uh, like, like the like the wife did uh, when yes. they threw her body off, but the fact that it like happens off camera, you just like see someone coming up the steps, and she's like, "I heard voices," and you hear her screaming, and and then she's dead, and then the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's, you know, I, I, what I appreciate about going back and watching this is yeah, it is it's 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 still in an era where the formula isn't as prevalent and isn't it it's it's not as paint by numbers but there is some level of like i would have appreciated if that was some sort of irony (laughs) or like set up in any way (laughs) yeah it feels like it's supposed to be ironic (laughs) right like like, we've never seen that none before religion hasn't played a factor into any of this (laughs) like just bump it might as well have been like a bird flew by and she fell off the, the tower. Yeah, she just got distracted for a second. Yeah. And then because we don't see it, like, did she stumble off? Did she jump off? Was it I well, is it supposed to be like, ambiguous? Yeah. I got the sense she was like panicked. She thought yes. she was in trouble. She thought like she was gonna get arrested or like she just ran out of fear yeah. of getting in trouble or something. And then slipped and then fell. Yeah. But it's it's silly. Either way, it's it's yeah, very if silly. It is, if yes, and if it were intended to be ambiguous, I feel like there wouldn't be this extra level of us wondering if it's supposed to be ambiguous or not. <laughs> it would have been firmly like, and like, and I'm not just saying like, you could just have like the nun be like, "Why did you push her?" And he'd be like, "I didn't push her. I didn't push her." Right, and yeah. then it's over. Now I feel like okay, it's supposed to be ambiguous, but the way it's done is just kind of like. Yeah, and that's way, our show. Way, Bye. The, yeah, the way it's done, it's supposed to feel like, like, like that that whole ending sequence when when he realizes that that he's been duped and he's like, oh, instead of going to Ernie's, let's go for a, a, a three hour car ride. And, uh, <laughs> and and she's like, okay, and then like driving out there, and she's like, we're driving really far, and he's like, I got one last thing to do, and then I can let go of the past. <laughs> And uh, they, they, the whole end sequence is Jimmy Stewart's the bad guy. He's the yes. villain, and yeah. and and you're scared for her. Yes. And 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 they, but then they also seemed like they didn't want it to be like, well, Jimmy Stewart's the villain. We can't have Jimmy Stewart be the villain in the movie. Just have her fall off screen, and and we cut out the shot where he pushes her. Or we cut out the shot where you see her stumble backwards. Just, just cut it out of the movie. <laughs> it just feels like the, the attitude of the era is like, "What? We gave you a movie for two hours. What do you want?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, there's a lot of movies that feel that like, like, oh, uh, yeah, up, the movie's over. Yeah. There was there wasn't uh, as much uh, audience entitlement as there is today, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, gosh. Uh, well, one thing to keep in mind when this fans. movie came out, uh, YouTube did not exist yet. I was gonna say oh, we were wait, talking about Twitter really? earlier too. Yes. Yeah, in, in case we were talking about Twitter earlier and how everybody's toxic on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitter was much nicer back then. 
<laughs> yes. Twitter in 1958. Yeah. It was pretty very chill. Simple, very chill. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing. I don't know what audiences were like back then. I don't know. I don't know really what the hashtags they were using back then were. Um, again, it was a lot of like hashtag I'm nice talking to you. Right. Be, well, yeah, it was a lot of uh, night hashtag nice to see you. Yes. <laughs> and again, for because Casey was a is a youth is a very young hip mm-hmm. child. I'm 17 years old. Yes, mm-hmm. a very hip 17 year old. When you wanted to tweet, you had to use a rotary phone. <laughs> Dial mm-hmm. up the Twitter phone number, and then a man, man or woman, would say hello. You're like, yes, I'd like to tweet. It's like, okay, and you say, yeah. So, have you seen in a movie when somebody's on a phone and they go stop after every sentence? Have you? Oh, seen they're writing tweets. That's Twitter. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Rear note. What a lovely picture. Stop. Stop. Boy, oh boy, did everyone do a good job. Stop. stop. Hashtag I... nice to see you. Hashtag stop. nice to see you. <laughs> And then, okay, and then, or you could call in and go. And they would just add that to your, like, phone bill, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it was it was expensive. It was, like, different was time, cents. man. Yeah. yeah. We don't know how lucky we have it. Yeah, I could, I, could, I could be watching the movie and tweeting at the same time, missing key points of the plot, <laughs> but at least my opinion's out there. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That is, is he tenant? I saw. Uh, I just watched it. I did not like it. I. It's like I went to see it at a drive-in theater. I'm like, this is the great, and it was like impossible to follow. In that, it was like gibberish. I didn't know yeah, what anyone was saying at any point in the movie. It's I, oh my god, the moment of the year for me was my mom going, "You want to leave early?" I'm like, "Yeah, oh good." <laughs> I do think I'll, I'll. The moment of the year was leaving tenant early. <laughs> Just it truly one of those moments of like, well, I'm not having fun, but I'm not, right. I, what a surely relief. my mom, I don't yeah. want to be a dick. And then like, <laughs> surely else, my mom is enjoying. Surely tenet. my mom is enjoying tennis. <laughs> yeah. like, Do you want to go? I think my other favorite thing about tennis is it's just it, it's purely like a, a emperor's has no clothes moment of like Christopher yeah. Nolan's like, well, I want to do my own. I, I, this is what I assume. He's like, I kind of want to do my own James Bond. But like also in with 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 time travel, yeah. And well, you know, James Bond is very funny and clever and witty, and I'm witty and funny and clever. So, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to maybe hire some one else to write the joke parts of it?" He's like, "No, no." Oh, uh, I mean, there is there's there's one line in the movie. Fesh, I'm sorry, this is a spoiler. Oh, let's, I appreciate the warning. I'm just gonna take my headphones just off take now. Your headphones All off. right, go there's ahead. Scene where the main guy, Tenet. Uh, I think that no, he doesn't even have a name. <laughs> yeah, I believe the main character is named the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so cool. And <laughs> the, the, but there's a scene where there's like a bunch of goons that are he's about to fight them, and then he just goes, "I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago," and I thought about that line the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wish he I... kept saying it throughout the movie. I assume by JZT's reaction that the joke has been told and it's safe to return to the waters. Yes, you can come uh, back. Okay, good. It is just wild oh. how Tenet was like, well, this is going to save cinema. We'll wait, and then like in July, <laughs> August, cinema will be saved. And it's like, it might be gone forever. Yeah, my, that might be it. <laughs> we light cinema as we know it. It's the, the, the check might be written. The very last big movie that they put out in a theater was uh, confusing and <laughs> kind of dragged on yeah. for a while. 
We'll it's well, yes, but that's before our hand painted sausage party movie saves. <laughs> well, that's cinema. gonna save cinema. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, this is what it was. It's about the community. All right, they're gonna be. Yeah, so yeah if you want to be a part of making that, email us at I was number two frame, at gmail dot com. If you want a frame of sausage party, yeah, hand paint. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Honestly, whatever medium, as long as it's you know still. Yeah, uh, sure. If you, you want to do charcoal, just submit a screen grab of your still frame from the original movie. And <laughs> I don't want too many of those, but it's funny, so we'll do a couple of those. I'll put I'll put us down for ten of those. Oh, also, just so there's no confusion, we have a, a spreadsheet. There's a Google yes, sheet that's a, yeah. of every frame in the movie. So just so you make sure, also you don't yeah. get multiples, you know. Right. So yeah, just email I was scared to the number two yeah. at gmail.com and we'll get that going. Yeah, and you just for safety, like do three stills you want to do possibly as an option, and we'll say, Great, yeah. how about you do still number four thousand five hundred and ninety-seven? Like, great. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's a it's a big undertaking, but you know it's, it's a I you know, it's a huge undertaking. But we, someone's gotta do it. Someone someone's gotta do it. it. Someone has to do it. <laughs> For the sake of cinema. Are we doing this because we want to? No. no. We're doing this for the sake of cinema. No yeah. one makes art because they want to. Yeah. It's because they have something in them they need to get out. And what we have in us is that Sausage Party would have been a better movie if it was painted instead of CGI. Yeah, if it was crowdsourced <laughs> to a bunch of people who are online. Because that's what was missing from Sausage Party. Community. Yes. It was missing any actor from Community. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Jason D read it off. There was no actor from Community. No actor from Community. No. I wouldn't have been too shocked if Chevy showed up in it, to be honest. But he might have been in it. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could also, it seems weird that Allison Brie isn't like a thankless female character. like A a, bri- a block of Brie cheese, and we all go, I get uh, it. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. That was a little too over the brain of the sausage party crew. <laughs> but I bet it keeps Seth Rogen up at night. Like, fuck. It was right there. Allison Brie. And and Seth. It, See, I, I I bet he asked and it just didn't work out. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. I can see it. They both are movie stars. <laughs> and that, you know, movie stars know each other. Yeah. There's got to be Casey. I, you can let me know if I, we have to cut this out because this is a secret you don't know, and and just you listening to this could get you in trouble. But Hollywood facts and secret. There's like an underground city in Hollywood where all the the, the actors hang out, right? Um, you know. Please, Casey, tell is, us. Is there, on, is there an underground city where all the actors hang out <laughs> in Hollywood? I'll just say if, you, if you've if you seen it, you've seen it. Wow. I'll just say that. Hmm. Is it COVID-free okay, down there? <laughs> I'll just say they got the vaccine before COVID was uh, <laughs> shut down, the above, as they call it. Mm. Oh. And they were. Oh, yeah. is that what that movie Us is about? <laughs> yeah, it's about Hollywood. Yeah, you see, once, once, once Jordan Peele made it to the Oscars, they're like, "We gotta, we gotta fill you in." 
oh. on uh, this thing called COVID and, that's going to happen. <laughs> and he's sending us, the lay people, messages. Yeah, and Jordan was films. trying to help us. Yes. By saying, look, there is an underground city where all the actors hang out. Very cool. Very cool. Breaking news at the tail end of this episode. Jeez. This is almost as huge as when on the Sandler Handler we broke the news that uh, Woody Allen joined the Bullet Club. Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> the Young Bucks just wanted the heat, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they, wow. They did it for the heat. It's like, and like, what's, what's the, how do we top ourselves? <gasps> and you'll never forget that moment in the Tokyo Dome, just a jazz flute. <laughs> clarinet, clarinet. Yeah, it was one of the few times the Bullet Club was like getting heat on that. Like they were, they needed a save, and who came in with the save? Woody Allen. Woody Allen ran to the ring. Beat, bop, 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 bop. beat Okada over the head with a yeah. clarinet, and then oh, one of the few roll-up pins on Okada in New Japan history. Uh, well, it, was, yeah. well, it was Woody Allen, you know. Yeah. It's a, of course, Woody Allen's going over Okada, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we bro- we broke that on our... Was there, yeah, it was a taping before? What was it? How did we break that? <laughs> uh, uh, Griffin Newman was our guest. Yeah. And I said, we, I, I really set it up. We got, you a, got a Twitter alert, right? Now, Griffin, since you're recording, how'd you know this news broke about Woody Allen? And he was startled. His face dropped. He yes, was so concerned sure. about what we were about to tell oh, him. Oh, no. And then he said, the news about Woody Allen it just came out. Hollywood Reporter is reporting it. Woody Allen joined the Bullet Club, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, he was angry and confused." It was I, remember, also I remember when I got relieved. the alert that it happened on my phone, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. My mom texted me, and she was like, "Is well, this true?" That's why you integrate celebrities into pro wrestling, is yeah. because yeah, that they got eyes on the product. People who wouldn't normally be talking about yeah. it, yeah. We're talking about it. And it's it's like all this talk about how like Jericho versus Kenny Omega is the beginning of AEW. Yeah. You know, Don Callis loves to say that lately, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but like before the, a calendar year before that. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think several calendar several, years. Several, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that no one And say what you will about Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of things to say. Yeah. Sure. But he elevated a lot of guys. He did a lot of favors while he was over there. Oh yeah. And you know Jay White, we have Woody Allen to thank for. Yeah, you know? oh yeah, Shida, uh, have a career in wrestling. He's said this on record without Woody Allen. Shinsuke would have been fine, but God, what it was cool to get that dream match, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I I I remember. I didn't get to see it live, but I definitely watched it on Daily Motion in like five chunks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I hate to say it, but. I wish I went out there. I wish we would have pulled the trigger on that JZT and gone out there to see Woody. We should have. Uh, wrestled in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom filmmaker 12. Filmmaker Woody Allen. We, it's, we were just, I, I, I regret it. I was, and it's, that's on me, Fesh. I was really, I was like, the card sucks, though. Like, it's not that good. It's like, History. all these matches have happened before. and Except for the Woody Allen stuff. That right, stuff was right. unprecedented, right. dude. I was like, well, you know, he's, what's, how much, he's old. How much can he really go? Yeah, little, can he take exactly. a bump? Exactly. But, but that's, but, right. But, of course, he, well, of course, we didn't know at the time, but obviously he could. But, same logic, we're never going to be able to see him again. He's old. This is our last chance. Yeah, by the time like we're 
he returns. And now we all know Woody Allen is retired from pro wrestling. There's never gonna be another shot. He'll yeah. come back, and then everyone, everyone will will rumble's like, coming you up. Still got it, but we know, we know he doesn't. I know, no. but the rumble is coming up. Do you guys think Woody's gonna be? He's gonna be in the um, I don't know. I feel like they kind of dicked him over on merchandising recently, and he's a little. Sure. Mm-hmm. Can then, I pitch how I would do it? Yeah. He he comes out and he's you know he 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 beats up everybody and the next person is David Arquette. Wow! <laughs> oh, oh. You get David Arquette versus Woody. The match we've all been finally. Yeah, because there were rumblings that they were going to have a match at Survivor Series or in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, <laughs> it's at Crown Jewel. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a Woody, Woody! I remember Woody Allen. I mean, he's such a good heel. He he was yeah. he, he was like, I will only wrestle in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and and it was like, oh, this but what guy was it? He sucks. yeah, he just wanted too much money, right? That was it. The Saudi prince couldn't throw enough money his way. Is that the that was the, yeah? That's what well, they, and Tyson he wanted Fury. like he wanted a guarantee that they would like fund this web series he had an idea for. Yeah. Oh, and I also heard he was like mad that not enough that, that they weren't letting women over there. Is that any truth to that? Yeah, yeah, he he was like, oh, Sasha Banks, she should come too. Oh, or wait, maybe I got the wrong story. Yeah, good Woody Allen impression, dude. <laughs> hey, it's me, Woody Allen. Vince, uh, I was wondering, uh, Sasha's going over, right? What? She's not. Not cool, man. But anyway, yeah, we break news on this podcast. This is the point. Yeah, that I, I that was such such breaking news that I don't even remember the news we just broke here today on this. <laughs> oh, that there's an underground city. Oh, into that's right. Yes. That had the COVID vaccine before COVID. <laughs> of course, yes. See, it's Which arguably it's is a bigger deal. Yeah, Which, yeah, but and, it's arguably a bigger deal than the to- than Woody Allen's wrestling career. But, yeah, uh, yeah. And Casey, if you're worried about your safety, once this news comes out, don't worry. We'll send the I Was Scared 2 security team to surveil you 24-7. I figured they would. Yeah. They, they, they love to protect a guest, especially one who stands for justice and truth yeah. to power. That's right. And one, one last thing about the Underground City, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I guess which Hollywood sign letter is the entranceway? Ooh, sure. Oh, which one? <laughs> ah, dang it! I, didn't th- I thought that's you- the ah. thing. That's the thing. Everyone ah. always says oh, but then yeah. but then they they guess the wrong one every time. So now this is a real rock paper scissors situation here too. I can see the logic behind choosing any of these. I'm gonna go with last. It is the last O. Hey! And now, can I ask a question? Something I heard in the rumor mill. To get in, you need a rope, and you need to jump over and, like, go into the O. And it looks like, but it's like in in Mario 64, where it's like a painting, like, all, you don't realize it's a painting <laughs> until a portal it, it painting. It ripples. It ripples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you hear, ba 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 Yeah. There's a big rumor actually, going around. Yeah, when you're looking into the O, you think you're looking at, you know, the dirt and rocks behind it. But if you yeah. go over to the other side, you'll see that it is actually a painting. And then when you go through that from behind. <laughs> Guys, we were just saying paintings are things you can go through. <laughs> well, they are. We... Like that's a... are, there an, are they not fish? Oh, 
gosh. <laughs> I mean, I just uh, there are so many matte paintings in Vertigo. Like, uh, this is an old Hollywood trick, after yes. all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because that's how they want to, when you're making the painting to check if it's like authentic. It's like you jump into the painting, it yeah. takes you to where that painting is. Up, <laughs> Make sure it's not a f fake and painting. And yeah. you're like, oh, wait, you know what? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, th this hill is actually closer to the water than I remembered it. Mm -hmm. Jump back, and then you. So is that what Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner are referencing? Mm -hmm. Is like this? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like decently cool. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> cool, huh? Yeah. Um. Any other bombshell uh, truths <laughs> to to distill before we uh, wrap this up? Uh. No, no. Uh, I, like, okay. I like Vertigo. Look, I gave Vertigo yeah. some flack, but I ultimately yeah. like the movie. Yeah. Yes. I like it, too. Me, too. Um, well, great. Casey, you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, you could uh, You could follow me on Twitter, at uh, Casey Donahue, uh, and I'll post about stuff I got going on there. Or you could follow uh, uh, this uh, collective I'm a part of called Racer Trash at racer trash on on twitter every month we have uh, screenings uh on twitch where we show uh movies we we remix movies and re-edit them and and turn them into weird visual art and uh we, we we've done 10 movies this year the last one we did was crouching tiger hidden dragon right. and uh yeah follow us and you'll see when we have screenings and they're a lot of fun and if you like movies Hell yeah come check them out Hell yeah! Very cool. That sounds awesome. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. You gotta follow well, from the old jazz town. <laughs> Sick. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, this is no longer a podcast. It is a battleground. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Well, just I will warn the listeners in advance in the show notes. Like, warning: this episode isn't a episode. It's a battleground. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was great. We'll see you guys next week for Psycho. Psycho with a guest. Oh. Yeah. Um, who might be? I'll give you a hint. Alliteration. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and the letter <laughs> O is a big theme of the episode. Oh. Wow. Is it Wonder Woman? Did you guys get Wonder Woman? <laughs> We yes, cut that out. Tentatively, cut that out. you know. Again, we're recording tomorrow, so anything could happen. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> let's just say we we got one woman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. We love you. We love you. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too could be your jam. <laughs>